it's all about your perspective. All right, guys, what's going on? This is Purpose, Passion, and Coffee. So excited to start out season two with my very first guest for season two. Um, you guys know your purpose, pursue your passion, and most importantly, like I always say, like a good cup of coffee, you have to enjoy the process because life really is about the process. And so I'm super excited to have um, this guy on. He's kind of been a mentor a little bit with with me for, for you know a couple months, and I'm kind of been the guy behind a little bit of the podcast. He launched his podcast recently. Um, I think around two months ago, and it's crazy. It's above 30 plus five-star ratings, which is the best rating you can get for a podcast is five stars. Always trying to keep it that. Every episode he he, he gives and he talks about, um, it, it's tangible. Um, it's something that you can apply to your life in whatever age or whatever you know business or dream or passion you're going through. And so that's why I really wanted to bring on him. And his name is Brad Harris. How are you doing today, man? Doing good, Christian. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very, very well. Sipping on my uh, coffee this morning. I forgot <laughs> to ask, do you, are you a coffee drinker at all? Or No, no. I'm a, I'm a tea drinker. So um, I got my tea here, but uh, yeah, I'm more of a tea drinker. So yeah, a lot of the stuff in my company, I drink products from that. So yeah, it's awesome. So yeah, yeah, that would that would definitely make sense. So I'm always curious on if, you know, everyone knows I'm a big, you know, coffee drinker. You know that yeah. too. And so it's just yeah. one of those things. Everyone goes to a certain uh, certain drink, you know, differently, and that's okay. You know, everyone has their own little vibe that they like. So, but yeah, so super excited again, like I've said. And guys, if you don't know, Brad has done so many successful things in his life. Not only has he been coaches to hundreds of hundreds of people, he's a huge mentor in a lot of people's lives, from business to personal life. He's he's a father. He's a grandfather. Um, I mean, I mean, I even was able to meet his grandkid when actually we were launching the podcast for Brad. Um, I was referred to from a friend, Ryan Matthews, who was another, you know, younger entrepreneur my age, a good friend. And he said, Hey, you know, Brad wants to launch his podcast. So we went over to the house with, with you, right, Brad? And we like, you know, yeah. talked about the topic, like what you really wanted to go in on. We, we, we got the profile picture set up. We got, you know, um, type of style you wanted to go for and uh, kind of like the vision. And we just kind of casted that. And now like, it's, it's crazy. Your podcast has blown up over, I think almost over 7,000 downloads and listens um, so that, that's, a, that's another amazing thing, but with all that success, obviously there's always an origin story, right? Um, yes. you, you've, you've done so much in your life. You've accomplished so much in your life. And I think sometimes, um, we can envy people, um, like you, right? And I think something that you're so good at is preaching, like, you know, don't compare your chapter one to someone's chapter 10. Like it's a part of the process. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think sometimes we look at the pinnacle of the mountain with people's stories and we think that they naturally just got there, like with a click of a finger or, you know, like it was handed to them, but that's definitely not you. And so I want you real quick, just kind of sum up a little bit of your background and your story of kind of how you got up to be, you know, an entrepreneur, a business owner to, to, to mentoring so many people and helping launch businesses across the world. Yeah. Yeah. Christian. So yeah, I was, you know, if I go way back, you know, I was, you know, the regular family, my dad, my dad was a mechanic, uh, at TWA. I don't know if your listeners probably don't even know what TWA is. TWA is an airline that was bought up by American airlines when all the airline industry was having problems and they were all, you know, just, um, bankruptcy and all the, all the problems that the airline industry had in the eighties and nineties. And, but I had always watched my dad hard work. My dad was a 40 hour week guy worked 10, 20, 30 hours of overtime. You work 60, 70 hours a week. So I came out of this 
concept that I was just going to have to work 60, 70 hours a week. I was going to have to pay the price okay, mm-hmm. of that, which gave me a lot of work ethic. It gave me a lot of work ethic. And I always look at my dad. My dad actually helped him build his own house. My dad, my dad worked at TWA. He also had a trash route in those days before the city took over. And so I watched my dad work one, two, maybe three jobs at times. He worked also at a filling station when they used to pump gas. So that tells you how far back that goes, right? <laughs> yeah. used to pump gas and check your oil for you. But so I, I watched that. So as I grew up, I was in that mindset. Of course, um, when I graduated from high school, I went to Oak Park High School here in Kansas City. Uh, when I graduated... I went to A&P school, which is aircraft power mechanics. So I went, I went, I just did what my dad did. But, you know, I think it's real important, especially for your young, young listeners. I did that because that's what my dad did. Hmm. I don't know if I wanted to be a mechanic. Yeah. But you just kind of like do what your dad did because that's all you've been around. It definitely, I didn't know the, I, I didn't have a mindset of you work something you're passionate about, something that. You know, you never work a day in your life if you work, you know, a job that you're passionate at. I was just working as a mechanic because that's how I made money. Mm-hmm. So I went to AP school. I got on at TWA where my dad was at. Uh, of course, my wife, Pam, I met her. We got married, had the two kids, you know, had all the bills. And now I'm working midnight to 730 because this was a this was a night job. OK, 24 hour job. So I'm working midnight, 730, working crazy. Pam's hating it. Had yeah. two little children. Probably doesn't see you that often. You probably get limited time with your kids. And how? And just for the audience, how old were you at this time, having those kids I'm and working 24, 7? 21. I'm 21 years old. I'm wow. 21. Now, well, I guess by 22, I had two. 21, then 22, I had two children. Okay, so now I had two children. I got the job. I'm working all these hours. I'm working 60, 70 hours a week. And Pam's like, this is not what I signed up for. And I'm like, babe, this is the way it's going to roll. This is what my dad did for 39 years hunker down. This is what we're going to do. And Pam wasn't in that mindset. She was always looking for something to do. She said, there has to be something different. And of course she came across a business opportunity in a newspaper, which is crazy. You know, it's like, I hope your listeners know what a newspaper is, right? So yeah, (laughs) our newspaper now, Brad is like social media. It's probably an Instagram or a tweet, right? (laughs) Exactly. This was back in 1993, Christian. And she comes across this business. I was very skeptical about it. I was very negative. And I think that's one, a big mindset that a lot of guys, it's like opportunity comes your way. I was negative towards it, but Pam wasn't. And she really went after it. And luckily, uh, she got me on a product that this company had. I lost 25 pounds. People started noticing and her business started, started, started growing. And by her, you know, she next thing you know, she's making three, four thousand dollars a month in this business from home. And she's and you know, that's what I'm making at TWA. Yeah, okay, which three thousand, three thousand to four thousand dollars in nineteen ninety three oh, is probably what, like eight thousand, nine thousand, probably yeah, like now. Yeah, was, yeah. Yeah, I was making good money. I was I was making good money, but Christian, it's like it was enough money with two kids, mortgage, two cars, insurance. It was just enough money to get to the 31st and then start over again. Hmm. And then I found myself just working all month long, to, all the bills paid, and this, you know, and then, wow, success. That was success to me. Got the bills paid. Never really nothing ahead. Never, re- and, and, and really, like I said, I was a mechanic making money. Here I am just doing Monday to Friday, 
working Saturday, Sunday overtime, Monday to Friday, Saturday, Sunday overtime. And it's like, after you do that three or four years, then you're like, I'm not happy. Mm. This is not, I don't know if I was put on this earth to do that. Yeah. Like money, money only goes so far is what they say. Oh, it does. And so, and that's where business came. Luckily I had a mentor of mine, a guy in my business who lived in Dallas, Texas, and he was very successful in the company. And, and he's like, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll mentor you. I'll, I'll coach you. I'll teach you how to build a business. I really learned that mindset right there, Christian, the difference between an employee mindset and a business mindset. Mm-hmm. And I started making those distinctions that I could build a business, get money to work for me instead of me work for money. Yeah. That's a huge concept. And then I just started from there and started being coached by him. Started building a business with Pam from home, walked away from TWA, I think like six, seven months into the business. And it just took off for us. It just, yeah. it just rocked. And, you know, of course I gave a lot of, a lot of credit to the mentorship I had around me at that time. Yeah. And then that led you to the opportunities and year by year growing, growing, expanding. And now you have, you told me you had people reaching out to you. I remember I was like, Brad, I, I think your audience really loves these podcasts. Let's push out two or three. And you're like, Christian, I can't, I, I got to go help this guy, you know, open up his own, you know, new shop or new business. And I'm like, Hey, I love yeah. that for you, Brad. Like, that's totally fine. And so like, even at your older age, you're still doing what you love. And you're like, it oh. looks like you're just, you're just, this is just halftime for you. Like you're just getting started. Um, yes. And so my, there's so many good things I could ask you with that mindset, because I think like you have a lot of this wisdom where you can like reflect. And I think a lot of, you know, younger people can really learn from you is like, was that a little bit scary? Like maybe quitting your job and mm-hmm. like maybe, mm-hmm. you know, how, what was like, what, what was, what were you going through during that time? You know, Christian, I, people, I, I work with guys all the time in business, right. And, and they're like, should I quit my job? And, and it's always a big thing, right? When I quit my job, and if I go back to that time period, I probably shouldn't have quit my job, Christian. I probably shouldn't. I probably should have kept it for another year. But what it did, when I look back to what happened, when I quit my job, then I took my crutch away. Hmm. I had to do it. Like there was no other option. Guys, yeah, yeah I, no other option. I see a lot of guys, they have a business going, but they have a job. So long as their bills are being paid. But once I had, of course I had two children and a wife. And so I, I just, I had to do it. Mm-hmm. So then it gave me that, I think it gave me that edge that I needed. And so I think, so when I always talk to people, it's like when they say, should I quit my job? Should I do that? It's like, who are you? Are you the type of person? Cause I was a type of person Christian that I could, I could work 80 hours a week if I needed to. I could do whatever it took. I had that mindset. I got that from my dad, right? I got that mindset from my dad. So if you are going into a venture of a business, especially because there's not a paycheck on Friday and I was used to every Friday, I always call it, I got my drug fix on Friday. And once I got that fix, then I was good for another week. But by Friday I needed that fix again. Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's what kept me going. You know, my mentor, when I asked him if I should quit my job, and this is what he told me, this is, and this would be huge for your listeners. He said, listen, Brad, if I gave you a million dollars today, would you go into TWA tomorrow? I said, no. Mm. And he said, then why are you working that job? See, the business I work today, Christian, 
I made a lot of money. Yeah. But you could give me three million for I'd still do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I would still do this podcast. If you called me up, I'd still do this podcast. Yeah. I, and that really hit me. Most people are going to work at a job they hate. And they're going in on Monday. Because why? Because of money. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. It's like, now I do a business that I don't care what you paid me. It'd be like asking Patrick Mahomes here in Kansas City, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if we give you half a billion, you're going to play football on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. I love football. Mm -hmm. It's not the money. Yeah, he loves the money, guts it. I'll take the money. We'll do the money. But once you get figured out, because so many people out there, when they go for a job, the first question is like, well, how much, how much money am I going to make? Mm-hmm. $15 an hour? Is it $16 an hour? Is it $20 an hour? Is it 25 an hour? Yeah, I think that's the last. I think, well, I don't think this should be the last question you should ask, but I definitely don't think how much money you should make is, is the first question you should be asking yourself stepping into an opportunity of a job or a career for sure. So good. So good, Christian. And young entrepreneurs like you, and people are stepping out, and I see that, and I see so many people in that trap. They're in that trap. I gotta go in Monday, the Friday, because they create the bills, which I had done as a young age, create the car payments, the house payment. I created those bills that I had to go in on Monday. I had to have that check. I had to do that. And once I shifted the mindset where I would do this no matter what, Mm-hmm. Then the money started coming at me like gross. It yeah. was incredible. It's like it's a natural thing kind of when you have so much passion for it. Absolutely. Man, I'm already loving this, Brad. We're not even like 15 minutes in. There's so many <laughs> things I'm like trying to think about, like what the audience would want and even like questions. It's like, um, you know, you have you go into that. Uh, I want two things just thinking about it real quick. It's like, yeah, you go into that mindset of like you're talking about it gave you that edge with quitting your job. And you know, your mentor said that and that it's so right. But I think what you also said was self-reflection. You knew, you do need to be self-aware, like who you are as a person, because Brad, you're built another way. I'm built a, you know, a totally different way possibly. And so what would be like your advice for someone that's kind of like in that middle ground where it's like, I see this opportunity um, of, you know, pursuing it full time, but also, you know, I kind of really do need the money because if someone says money's not important, obviously they probably haven't been living life because money is important. It's just not the most important. Like what advice would you give them um, to like make that decision, you know? Yeah, my, my mentor t- told me, you know, money's, you know, kind of rates right up there with oxygen, right? If you don't have it, you're, you know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. but money is such an, like I said, so, you know, your relationship with money, Christian, it's such an important thing. It's like, when you look at someone that's stepping out and stuff, like you said, and they're, and they're trying to make these decisions and they're in that middle ground, right? You really have to see, okay, what's your relationship with money? Maybe if you're going to make that move, get yourself an order where money is not such an issue. So get yourself an order that you don't have more bills than you have money. See what I'm saying? It's like, Mm -hmm. get yourself an order. A lot of entrepreneurs live at home in the basement of their mom and dad's. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm raising my hand right now. that's what they're going yeah. for. Yeah. Okay. There you go, buddy. I mean, that's smart. Now go, you know, get in your basement of your mom and dad and play video games all night. That's not smart. Yeah. But if you leverage that ability, it's like, okay, I'm going to live at home. I'm going to go build my dream. I'm going to go rock it. Okay. I'm going to try to get all my finances in order. Hey, maybe you're not driving that. 2021 
car that you want. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe you're driving a 2010, 2011. Get smart. I'd always say get smart. And then that way money, because money's funny. If you're working for money, it'll, it'll mess you up. I always tell my guys, anytime you make a decision because of money, you just made the wrong decision. And it's like, you know, if you went to a college, well, I can't go to that college because of the money. Then that's the wrong college for you. Hmm. If you, if you, you know, you go on vacation, well, I really don't want to go on this vacation, but because of the money. So it's like every time we make decisions because of money, we're making the wrong decision. Yeah. And so it's like, get your money in order. That way you can go and build this thing. So the relationship with money, number one, number two, your relationship with rejection and no, I'm building a business. Love to this. the biggest one. You <laughs> yeah. got to have an awesome relationship with no. Mm-hmm. You got to know knows the process. Rejection. If you can't handle rejection, if you run a roller coaster, type on your emotions. I see people, their emotions like, oh, my business is going great. Ah, oh, it's not going great. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, it's going great. It's not going great. And they run through this. I always tell my guys, you got to stay right. Like you got to stay like on an even keel line. Yeah. Nothing's good. Nothing's bad. It just is. Mm-hmm. It's I like having a great mentor of mine. Go that's ahead. great. Go that's great. No, I think it's like having a na- a neutral relationship with the positive yes. and negatives of money. It's like being neutral line, which is really hard to do, but you can't allow, you know, money to play a huge aspect in your emotions because it, it, I mean, it will tear you apart. I know for me, it, it definitely has in the past. And one thing that you talked about too, is like, I feel the need as every kid sees things on, you know, Instagram and, and TV, they see all these, you know, big gurus flexing their airplanes and nice cars and stuff. And, and, um, the big, the thing is, those are like the one percenters, right? And then also usually they're older, they're not like 22, 23, or maybe they, they maybe got lucky at some point, but most people, that's not what life is. And I think sometimes that could be the negative part of like social media. And one thing that you really, um, talked about, and I want to really expand on is just people trying to flex. Like if you really are passionate about your business, you're not going to care what people say or what kind of car you're driving. You know, I'm, I got in a wreck, Brad, um, and totally fine right now, but I got in a wreck in November with my Jeep and, you know, I got some money back and they, a decent amount of money back. And they said, Hey, you can, obviously you can use this to buy a new car. Business is going well. And I said, Nope, I'm going to drive this car and I'm going to put that money. I'm going to put it back into the business. (laughs) So and so I, not only do I preach about that, stop, you know, for people to stop flexing, especially at your older age, you're like, you're probably thinking some of these kids trying to flex, like you don't even know because half these kids, they could actually be in debt and still just buying a whole bunch of new stuff. You just don't know that. And so I like how you said, you know, live humbly, um, know your purpose, like with like, you know, what you're trying to, to, to conquer and, and try trying to accomplish. And I just thought that was great because I feel like a lot of people need to hear that is like, it's not all about you know, the big cars and all the money, um, it starts small. Mm, That's so good. That's so good. And if you, and if you walk in with that mindset and you walk in, like I said, once again, your relationship and that, of course that self-esteem and all that stuff is built around self-esteem and look at me. It's like, you're building a business. Nobody knows what your bank account, you could have a huge bank account and drive in this car. It's like people never really, it's funny. They always want to know what car you drive, where do you live? And you know, what vacations you're going on, but they never really say what's in your bank account yeah. or what's your savings account. You know, it's not much, it's not how much you make, it's how much you can save. 
Mm. It's a huge Robert Kiyosaki. I follow him all the time. It's a fantastic love his book. I'm gonna follow if you yeah. Have you read the Cash Flow Quadrant? Oh, that thing has changed my life. That thing is good. No, no, it's golden. It's I have every young guy that come in, and that's the first thing we go over the quadrants, and we go over that. That's that's number one. I got to get them clear. I got to get them clear. You know, so what what they're if they're going to build a business, if they're going to go build a business, it's 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 a total different mindset. And like you said, it's like they have to get, like I said, it's not about, it's not about what you show and what you have and all this. You got to become this person. Money will come. Money will come. Cash rules. Mm-hmm. Cash is, you know, cash is king. You can say the more that you stay out of debt, okay, the better you're going to be. Now there's business debt and there's consumer debt. I'm not mm-hmm. against business debt. Yeah. You know, sometimes you'll go into a little bit of business debt. If you're buying those, you know, doing your podcast and you're buying microphones and you're buying this, that's business. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if you're buying video games and you're buying, you know, all these trinkets that you're going to throw away, that's called, that's called consumer debt. Yeah. And that's, that's a terrible debt. Yeah. To be in. So something to really watch over. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's a whole nother topic we could even talk about, you know, at some <laughs> point, you know, there's so much, you know, for sure. I've been, you know, learning and that goes into like um, the different quadrants and the systems and and kind of going back to being employee when you go to school college you know the nine to five it's like you know get the good old job that mommy and daddy wanted for you or you know really just about the secure job and just make sure you're 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 you got the bills paid at the end of the month but really I think you're becoming almost like a robot at that point it seemed like from your story like you're just like make it to the end of the month pay the bills don't really see my kids my wife right and so I want to ask you, Brad, why do you think that is in the college system? I'm not, you know, anti-college, right? But I think a lot of it, they don't, when I was in college for two years, they didn't teach me anything about the quadrants. They didn't teach me anything about investing. I was even in some business classes, nothing about that. Even a personal finance, it was surface, surface, surface level. Um, they don't, you know, really do tangible things of how to operate and, um, you know, in a business realm and, you know, how to operate in different quadrants and all these different things. And they say, you know, get the nine to five job, get the 401k. But really when you look at it and you look at the numbers, you're kind of in the system and you really, it's made for you really not to get out of that system. And I'd maybe like for you to talk about that too. Like there's more out there, but why do you think that is like these kids aren't being really taught that in college? Absolutely. Well, first thing, Christian, if you really look at the, you know, our, our culture, a culture here in America, right? So when you're five years old, you're starting to be, you start to be eight years old, 10 years old. People always start asking you about time you get in high school. So the, what college are you going to? That's the first thing they're going to ask you, right? So what college are you going to go to Christian? That's constantly going to be thrown at you from your, it's going to be, you know, if you're meeting your relatives, your friend, all it is, right? My, here's the thing I meant. My mentor taught me, he goes, here's a question that you probably should ask, ask maybe a 12 or 13 or 14 year old, what business are you going to start? He said, shift it to that. Now, if the business you want to start is something that needs college. Okay. You're like, I want to do this business. I want to be this business. See, that should be the mindset of the child. What business do I want? What business am I going to do? Get them in that mindset. Now, if I go to college, right? Because maybe I need to take these college classes to get this to do, to do this business. Fantastic. But just say what college you're going to, and you put no purpose with it. 
like you said, because kids are going to college and we know college, right? College, we know probably 80% of people go to college because it's the party scene. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a time in their life where they're just getting away from the parents and they go and, and it's like, when you look at the cost of that, you know, pretty expensive to, to party on. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. the kids come out with consume, you know, once again with that. So I just think they're walking into college with no plan. It, it'd be better Christian to go get out of high school and maybe spend two or three years of your life working around doing this, doing this odd job, maybe, maybe working for a landscaper. Or, yeah. I know you don't find, that. And do that. Finding a mentor, and, and, traveling. Yeah. Find a mentor. And then like, yeah. Then say, you know what? This is what I want to do. And I need to go to this college. I want to be a writer. So I'm going to go to this college. I want to, I want to, you know, produce videos. So I'm going to go to this college. See what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. where I think now, if you have that early on in life, college is great. But I think probably 90, 95% of people go to college and they have no plan. I think what they say, 11% of all college graduates ever do what they went to college for. Yeah, it's very, very low. Very low. And it's like, and then they have what we call the debt that comes with that. And that's what I said. I'm not against college at all. I'm just against someone sending you to college just because. Because mm-hmm. people think that's the next step when I get out of high school. That's just what I have to do, yeah. whether I want to do it or not. Yeah, and I like that, Brad. And I want to stay on this topic a little bit longer. Because all, you know, going back to reflecting back in high school and even middle school, it's like college, college, college. I remember, you know, you have those grad parties, like your senior year of high school. And I can't tell you how many times I answered someone's question. The first thing, what college are you going to? What are you looking forward to call all these different college questions? I'm like, not once, not once I was asked, what are you passionate about, Christian? Like, what's your purpose in life? And that really got me ticked off, honestly. So when I had younger friends who were juniors or sophomores at their grad parties, I didn't ask them about what college they went to. I asked them, hey, what are you passionate about? Like, what do you love doing in your free time? I, and and I guess what I didn't even ask him about the college. I said I had, I didn't even talk about that. And and you could call me crazy, but I'm like that doesn't matter because your passion, your purpose, which is why I talk about this this podcast. The topic, is, you know, my the the whole podcast is purpose, passion, and coffee. Is that hey, like that's going to lead you into doing the you know the exterior things, the interior, the interior of like your heart and your mind is where your purpose and your passion, then that's where like the money could come later. And that's where the, you know, the certain colleges and just like, I'm learning this at 22. And I wish, you know, I'm, people say, no, Christian, you're learning this at a pretty young age. But obviously, I'm like, man, I wish I would have known this like at 15 or 16. But you can always say that, right? Um, yes. But I just find that really interesting is like, I loved how you said like, what business like changing, flipping the scripts of like, the yep. foundation of, of what life is about, rather than just like, going to college because a bad way to start, I have a lot of friends who are getting out of college and if they want to pursue a dream or not, guess what? Like they have 15,000, 20,000, 40, $50,000 in debt. So guess what? They can't take that risk, that leap of faith more than likely. A lot of them don't have that risk because they've been built into a system of play it safe. And so when they want to pursue that dream, and they got $50,000, $20,000 to pay for Brad. And they just, you know, they can't do it. And obviously <laughs> nothing's impossible. Like there's like, you can get through yeah. anything. I believe that. And especially your story. But that was just like, you know, I was just like reflecting on it. And, you know, I definitely, I, I don't know about you, but at least for me, I definitely get a lot of like criticism. Like, oh, Christian, you're going to fail because you didn't go to college or you're not going to make it or like that's too risky. Mm-hmm. But one thing I think a lot of positives about COVID, Brad, um, is that allow the dreamers to really be doers. Um, 
because it's a lot of people to really pursue their passion. I mean, because of COVID, I kind of, you know, you know, stopped college and pursued the podcast, went all in business. And um, it also showed people that if you go to college and you get the good degree, it does not mean you're guaranteed a job. If anything, COVID proved that a piece of paper. There's a lot of people I talked to personally that, you know, they did everything. They got the 4.0 and they, they didn't get the job because COVID allowed people not to hire. And um, yeah, I just want to, you know, the, you know, Christian, there's kids today and you probably, and you know, this better than me. They, they can almost get just like this podcast. You could learn almost anything you wanted through YouTube. You could almost college. You just, I've, I've read a lot of articles on kids that are 16, 17 that, you know, mom, what college are you going to go to? Why would I go to college? I could learn everything on YouTube. I could get almost, you know, an education. What I really wanted to do. I mean, it's, I, th- I think the world's turning a little bit, Christian. I really do think it's turning. These, I think these young kids are figuring out, you know what? I could pick up YouTube. Even now with the school system, with COVID, they went online. Mm-hmm. You watch how that changes schools. It's going to be a different mindset. It's like, do we really need that? What, you know, school system, that's what was built, you know, way back in the early, you know, 20s and 30s. And so is it outdated? And yeah. do we need to change our thinking? Yeah. I don't think education is never outdated, right? Yeah, it's the way good. we do it, Brad. Yeah. And I would, you know, point. the, the, um, going back to, you know, the college system, it was made with, the era of industrial revolution, right? Yep. Going yep. to the factory jobs, doing being a robot, right? Because that's what it was about trying to, you know, build up the economy or going to war. Either you worked a job, a factory job, you were a stay at home mom, or you went to war. Like that was like the 20 to 40 years of that was the reason why. And like Henry Ford, these guys kind of did this because guess what? They were the owners, entrepreneurs. They needed, you know, the T model system from Ford, right? Like that's how it started. And that was fine. But that's why I think like it also, you know, neglected all the creativity that a human has in its own uniqueness right and so i think i love that you know i learned so much from youtube podcasting that's why i want to do podcasts yeah, yeah. i mean you literally just called me up like you just said or mentors and friends like you called me up and you i told you hey this is the equipment you already knew some stuff too i said hey check this video out you know you know these are some certain topics and i'm learning from you you're learning from me and so it's just like one of those things where just like there's so much out there. There's abundance. Books are totally underrated now, Brad. It's crazy. Yes. Like I'll ask nine out of 10 people don't read books anymore. I'm like, what are you doing? Like you just, even if you want to have an ebook, just listen to an ebook, which is basically a podcast form too. But just like, you know, and guess what? You don't have to pay for that. Like that's totally like free. And, you know, there's so many other side hustles out there too that can make you money while you're learning to, to pursue your passion. Um, it's just, it's just mind blowing the things that people kind of, you know, don't think about or, or really expand on, right? And that all, go, all goes back to your mindset. But that comes... 